welcome everybody. Thanks for tuning in to season one, episode five of Topcast, your service management podcast. Today we're going to chat about adding value through enterprise service management. Let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to our fifth episode. As we enter month number three of this podcast series, I want to take the opportunity to thank you, our listeners, for all the support and feedback you've given us thus far. Uh, this content's made for you, so if you have any topic suggestions or you want to give us a shout, head to our uh, webpage. It's actually page.topdesk.com slash topcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, so yeah, any ideas, feel free to send them our way. Now let's jump into uh, our guest today. Um, our guest is actually the sales manager uh, for Canada, but he's actually working from the Netherlands right now because his uh, travel to Canada has become delayed due to the pandemic that we're all kind of dealing with right now. Yes, so, it is. Without further ado, Mr. Wout, what's going on and uh, how are you? I'm good. Thanks, uh, Brendan. Happy to uh, digitally join you today. Appreciate it very much. Uh, I was hoping you could tell uh, some of our listeners um, just a little bit about what you do at Top Top Desk and um, and maybe just something fun and exciting about yourself and what you've done to keep busy during this pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. I've been working for uh, Top Desk for over seven years now, and my job is to get to know organizations that experience challenges within their internal service delivery. And basically, my job is to find out whether or not Topdesk can help them out with that. And what I do in this uh, strange times during the pandemic, it's a lot working from home. Uh, nothing much, really, trying to get in Canada, into Canada. That's the main thing. <laughs> so we'll see when that's going to happen. Just continuously knocking on the door until they let you in. I, I yep. really, yeah. really like that. <laughs> Immigration already knows me now, so we'll see. There you go. One step closer. <laughs> um, so if we actually jump into today's topic, like I said, we're, we're going to be discussing enterprise service management today. And uh, we figured we bring in an expert like yourself. You've been you've been at this for quite a while and you've worked with a few uh, different companies. So I was just hoping um, for those who might not be as familiar with uh, the term enterprise service management. Could you give us like a bit of a breakdown as to what that is? Uh, yeah, of course. Um I guess one way to look at it is that um, internal service departments within an organization uh, are joining forces basically for the best service delivery. So uh, we see a lot of service departments like IT, facilities and HR uh, doing their stuff in their own way. Um, but like I said, if they join forces, I guess that's one big step to a better customer experience. So in, in your experience, well, like obviously um, you've dealt with a few different companies, like I said, um, what are some of the biggest challenges that uh, you see them face, especially when you're having the initial discussions to try and uh, onboard multiple departments into one tool? Um, I guess most of the times it's that they're a bit hesitant for change. So they like to work in a specific way for several years now. Um, and they think, well, so let's take facilities as an example. Uh, I guess they, they think they do stuff in a different way than IT, uh, but we see that a lot of the times they uh, uh, have a lot of similarities in the way they 
handle their business and they deliver their services to the people within an organization. Um, so when we are talking to them, I think one of the main things is trying to get away that, that fear uh, and make them see that they're pretty similar to IT or IT is pretty similar to facilities or HR. So to, to build on that, what are some of like the, um, what are some of the ways or what are some of the strategies that you have to uh, sort of get both departments on the same playing field? So how, how are you breaking down the barriers in your conversations? Uh, one of the most important things is that uh, all the customers that already are used to ESM, they're very happy with it. So what we see is that back in the days they were used to um, having different service desks, maybe different counters per department. Um, and they really like the fact when there's just one single point of contact for them, one digital counter. And what we see is that they uh, don't have to think themselves, okay, is this a question for facilities, for instance, or is this a question for IT? They just have one place to go. And they like the fact that someone else is making sure that the right group of people or the right person uh, will handle uh, their questions. So I guess that's that's the key thing uh, within ESM. Uh, it, it's making your customers happier because they don't have to go through that entire hassle of uh, getting to the right desk in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, it's kind of a, a tough a tough idea to sort of get all these different departments on board, like you say. So uh, I was I was wondering and hoping you could share um, a success story with us when uh, you were able to have a conversation with uh, a now top desk customer uh, about getting multiple departments on board and uh, how a successful ESM uh, looked like for them. Um, well, I have one specific example in mind. Um, I guess when we, we started to talk with that specific customer, um, they had a problem with uh, onboarding new people. And they said, okay, uh, maybe a new colleague is going to start the 1st of July. And uh, what we see happening is that, uh, although we have some kind of process in place, uh, a lot of the times on that specific end date, there still was not, um, everything was still not arranged. Um, so what we've encountered uh, within that organization is that uh, the communication between the multiple departments that are involved was not really how it should be. So when you see that multiple departments are collaborating and working together in a more structured way, uh, we saw that they managed to uh, finish their onboarding process in a proper way so that when there's a new employee really starting on a specific date, they made sure that everything was arranged on that date. And uh, well, the first day of a new employee was uh, the best experience. For any organizations uh, considering, you know, getting a new department on board um, with one that, they, that currently has a, a tool like this, um, what sort of advice do you have for them? And, and what, what sort of initial discussions need to be had? Good question. I think um, take small steps. I've, I think that's that's one of the things that we always say uh, within uh, within top desk, and especially our consultants say that think big, but uh, start small. Um, maybe it's good to uh, kick off with a, with a portal for, for instance, IT. 
but if they see that that portal is really working out for them, um, maybe other uh, departments are getting interested in that thing as well. So it could very well be that uh, if you have just one department using a specific portal or using like that one uh, well, pane, pane of glass basically, uh, just add multiple other services or maybe even departments one by one. Uh, I think that really helps for uh, that really helps customers to know, okay, if I have a question regarding internal department, this is where I need to be. And I guess they can see it grow organically that multiple services that they want to request are available on that portal as well. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I think that I think that's a that's a great point, and and especially taking it sort of uh, step by step, like you said, or a little bit slowly, just to make sure that uh, you flush out everyone's ideas and and you get a full understanding, so you can deliver the best service for your for your uh, customers, like you say. So I think that's those are all great points. Um, so uh, last kind of question I have for you today, well, um, I was just hoping you could tell us. Uh, how ESM can add value and help organizations take their service desk to the next level? Uh, good question. I guess one of the main things we covered this uh, today already, um, and that's the um, the higher customer satisfaction, basically. So when you don't do ESM at all, people, customers could get annoyed because they don't know where to go with their questions. Uh, maybe people have like uh, expectations that you can't deliver. Uh, all those things together can really um, well improve the the customer satisfaction if you do it in a good way and ESM can really help you help you out with that uh, the other thing we covered that already I guess uh, as well is that there's a better collaboration between departments so um, I guess it will help you to standardize your work uh, you get increased control of the work that you do uh, and of course, I, I think one very important thing is ESM is a way to cut costs. So what we see is that different departments have, for instance, different tools running. Well, perhaps it could be uh, could be a good trigger to go for just one tool within those different service departments, so you don't have to uh, to stay with all that different all those different contracts per department. Yeah. Definitely be nice to have everything under one roof. That's for sure. Yep. Um, so for those kind of considering um, making a change like ESM um, and maybe starting something like tomorrow, what what are some of the initial uh, steps that they can take to uh, do this change? I guess a good starting point would be uh, talk to your customers. Just ask them, okay, what are your experience? Uh, experiences at this point with the different departments. Um, what do you expect from us? Uh, and one relevant thing, and I, I didn't cover that today, is, um, and I think it's very important regarding this subject, a lot of people that are used to using Google, for instance, in their private life, they, they just use Google for everything, right? So they just go to, to the web page, they ask literally every question and then the answer pops up. People expect that kind of service in their work environment as well. So they don't want to go to different places. They don't want to go to uh, 
several knowledge bases uh, to, to get the answers on their questions. They just want to go to one place, ask their question, and make sure their supporting departments will take care of it. So I think that could be one of the things that you'll see when you're going to talk to your customers. I guess they will provide insight in how you could uh, improve your service delivery internally. Well, thanks a bunch again uh, for tuning into our episode today. And thank you both for uh, being our guests on, on today's episode. As always, uh, we have some more content on the way. Episode six is coming out in two weeks. Um, so I'm super excited about this one myself because uh, it's all about um, sort of post-COVID project management or post-pandemic project management. Um, so we're, we're going to try and give you some strategies and, and tips on how to make and manage, uh, you know, your your journey back to the office, I guess. So stay tuned for that one. If you found this useful, insightful, or just plain helpful to listen to, feel free to like or comment on the episode. And if you don't, well, they're only going to get better. Social media handles and links are down below. Take it easy, everybody.